0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the 2019 season. It's the Maritimes Fantasy Football League podcast. We've been on hiatus, uh, haven't given you guys much content in the last year because you didn't fucking deserve it. That's the bottom line, because I fucking said so. But we're a few days away from uh, the keeper deadline. Things are starting to pick up. There's lots of smoke. There's lots of fire. There's, there's a couple dumpster fires as well out there, I'll be honest with you, we'll get to that later on in the show. We're on Anchor now, I'm hosting on Anchor, I'm giving Anchor a try, heard about Anchor probably a year and a half, two years ago, it's essentially like a mobile podcasting app that you can uh, record and host podcasts straight from your phone, I'm still doing this on, uh, on our Meteor mic, which was the best investment the league has ever made, 91 bucks, well spent. And then I'm going to upload to Anchor. And apparently now they've had some upgrades and Anchor distributes to uh, all the major podcast apps. So you guys should be able to get this on Spotify. I'm pretty sure it's on iTunes, you know, CastBox, you know, most, most of the major podcast apps. Uh, we'll see if that's true after the show. We'll see if you can listen to this or not. Or if you have to, I don't think you have to, you don't have to download uh, Anchor or anything like that. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I'm getting a lot of questions, obviously, you know, you guys all reach out at different times with various, you know, issues, you know, Mox raised a question about quarterback keepers. It's been a busy year, uh, rule change wise, so I thought I'd kind of throw together like a little 15 minute quick podcast and just go over kind of all that housekeeping type stuff, you know, might be kind of boring to some of you that have been paying attention, uh, but I think it's worthwhile to do, give you guys a little review it's almost July 1st. Training camp's less than a month away now, so things are about to pick up. So, I'm doing all this off the top of the dome, so we'll we'll see if I, I get everything uh, covered. First thing, obviously, the big keeper change this off-season, we moved to five keepers. Uh, 4.5, if you want to call it that. Um, so everyone keeps four guys, no matter what, uh, and your fifth keeper is unprotected. I feel like I'm in like fucking like daycare here, going over some of this stuff. Like hey, we, this is from like April, but anyway. So the the way the fifth keeper thing works, your fifth keeper is unprotected for the first round only. Okay, those are the first ten picks of the first round. If you have one of those picks, beginning at first overall with Kaylee, you have the ability to steal any of the other team's fifth keeper as your draft pick. Uh, so I declared uh, just yesterday, Damian Williams is my fifth guy. If Kaylee chooses to take him, he goes on his roster just like he would—that's a sixth player, essentially. He just drafts him, but he drafts him from my team rather than the, the player pool. Uh, And then in turn, what'll happen is that pick will kind of get, not forfeited, because he uses it, that's probably the wrong word, he uses it on Williams, uh, but it goes to me, essentially. And then I have to replace Damian Williams with someone only from the available players in the draft pool. I cannot then steal Ian's fifth keeper. That's not the way it works. Uh, Because then Ian would get the first pick, and then Ian would steal TC's fifth keeper, and so on and so forth, and we'd get nowhere. Okay, so... If you have your fifth keeper stolen, you have to make a pick. Hold on, asterisks. You have to make a pick from the available player pool. You can't steal a keeper. Now, you know, that pick then becomes your possession. What you do with that is totally up to you. If you want to trade that for a player, fill your boots. If you want to trade back in the draft, fill your boots. If you want to trade for a first round pick next year and a fifth round pick this year, fill your boots. There, I'm doing the work for you guys. So that, hopefully that's... Clear and and we're not gonna have like JD said on Slack we're not gonna have any fucking you know poopy pants parties during the draft people fucking yelling and yelling and hollering about what's allowed and what's not allowed so kind of connected to that I said this in the Facebook chat group which again is super fucking annoying that we're still talking about football there because Kaylee doesn't see that and Alex maybe sees it and who the fuck knows now that we're at five keepers there's a two quarterback keeper maximum. Mox asked about this the other day because he's got three potential guys, obviously, that he could keep. Um, you can only keep two. Uh, and that's obviously to, as a part of what we'll talk about next, which is super flex, you know, to, just to make sure that guys don't keep three quarterbacks. I wouldn't, to be honest, like my personal opinion, you know me, I wouldn't fucking care. You know, do what you want. If you want to keep three quarterbacks, congratulations. You've got no roster depth for the rest of your positions. Um, I, I would be in favor of that, but if I recall correctly, Uh, When we started talking about five keepers, uh, that came up, and we kind of made that one of the sub-rules of of getting this passed was two keepers, uh, two quarterback-keeper maximum. Uh, Next. So, yeah, like I said, super flex uh, is now a thing that's pretty straightforward. Um, So instead of two flex positions, uh, running back, wide receiver, tight end, we now have one of those, and the other one is a super flex, which is essentially the same thing, only at a quarterback. Do you have to start three quarterbacks every week? No. Do you have to start two every week? Yes. Still the same. But now you have the option if you've got a half decent third guy or maybe you're in bye week hell, you can throw a quarterback in there. Hey, it's just, again, it's just about giving guys more flexibility and more kind of options on how they want to build their roster. So that's Super Flex. What else did we pass? Let me take a minute here to reset. I know there's a couple other small things. Oh, well, the league realignment. We don't need to talk about that. So we scrapped. Well, maybe we should. It, how it affects playoffs and whatnot. Yeah, because we did make some changes. So no more divisions. We got 10 teams in one conference. The way playoffs works, still six teams make the playoffs. Uh, only now the top two guys, who's that? The top two teams overall in the league get buys. Uh, so you don't need to you know win your division because divisions don't exist. I'm going to turn this off. So that's that. So top two guys get a buy. Oh, right, we did reseeding. That was part of... um, Yeah, right. Okay, so three still plays six, and uh, four still plays five in the wildcard round. But then from that point in the past, what would always happen was the winner of three-six played two, and the winner of four-five played one. Can you picture it in your head? Are you confused yet? Too many numbers for you? Suck it up. Uh, But now what happens is those the winners of those wildcard matches, we will then reseed, which means whoever is first place overall in the league gets that first place by, they will face the lowest seed. So in the past, they would face the winner of four or five. Now, if six wins, six plays one. And whoever won the four or five matchup would play two, essentially. Uh, okay, I hope that's clear. Let's, I'll lay out one more hypothetical. Let's say three and four win those matchups. What would then happen is one would play four because that's the lowest seed and two would play three. Are you guys sports fans? Like, have you you played in like a a minor baseball league tournament? Like, anyway, anyway. Okay, if I think of any other rule changes, what are we at, eight minutes. If I think of any other rule changes, I'll kind of shout them out and remind you of them. Um, But for now, I'm gonna slide over to my keeper spreadsheet because I'm a responsible owner that keeps track of when a keeper is declared. Like, you know, like, dude, listen, we're all busy. Do a little legwork. It doesn't take much time. I think I've spent 30 minutes in the last, you know, well, I guess keepers have only been being declared for like a month, but I knew who all you guys were going to keep, you know, well before that, so it doesn't matter. Actually, I think I got a couple wrong. Who was surprised? Didn't see Sterling Shepherd coming. I got to say, I, I had someone else slotted in there. I'm not going to tell you who, but I had someone else. Uh, so is Aaron high on Sterling Shepard? don't think so apparently he's trying to trade him <laughs> Oh that's the other thing yeah, right so this fifth keeper can you trade him that whole thing the answer is yes a keeper is a keeper like he's yours for now to do whatever you want to do with if you choose to trade your fifth keeper then great you, you get whatever you get from you know if you hmm here's a tricky one that I didn't think of what if you trade a fifth keeper for someone else's fifth keeper? That's kind of redundant. I think you would still be able to lose that player if that would happen. That's a little tricky. I didn't really consider that possibility, but I think that makes sense. And that's kind of stupid, and I doubt anyone would really do that, unless that would be an odd one. But I think the more likely situation, you know, maybe let's use Sterling Shepard as an example. Maybe fucking Aaron hates that he had to keep Sterling Shepard. He's available on the market. Maybe he would take a fucking late second and a ninth. For Shepherd and say fuck it, like I, you know, give me the draft capital. So say he does that trade with TC, you can't then steal Sterling Shepherd from TC. Like TC gave up draft capital for him, um, that deal is kind of like done. You can still steal Kirk Cousins from TC because that's his fifth keeper, and Aaron would obviously be down to four keepers, and you wouldn't be able to steal anyone from him. Makes sense. So like JD kind of said, when you trade that player, the fifth keeper, Sterling Shepard, that kind of eliminates one of the potential players that can be stolen. So we might get to a situation, if this happens twice or once, where you get to the end of the round when JD's picking and JD doesn't have the option left to steal a keeper. And like I said on Slack, tough banana, big guy. Like, that's just just how, you know, how played out shit happens. You got the belt. You're the champ champ. You are not the champ champ. (laughs) champ champ is obviously a term for you know holding two titles at once or even champ champ two in a row not not even close not happening anyway that's neither here nor there jd's only declared one keeper right now antonio brown who's just a massive bust on the raiders uh but that whatever Um, okay, so that's the other keeper rule. Let me quickly run down uh, who has been kept so far. So, if you're one of those guys that's like, "Hey, man, uh, I can't," can you like, I can't tell who's been kept because everyone's been chatting in the keeper thread, like Tim told them not to. So, it would be easy for us to just look down the list and know who had been kept. If you're that guy or those guys or, or half the league, um, listen up. Grab a pencil. I'll give you a minute. Go grab a Diet Pepsi and a pencil and some paper, and uh, you can write some of these names down. Uh, I'll go through it in order here. Uh, I think I've got them listed in order. Uh, yeah, I got them listed in order of, of their draft position. That's just handy. Well, not really. It's the regular season draft position because Kaylee's fourth. Anyway. Alex has declared everyone. Uh, so Alex is keeping Cam Newton, Melvin Gordon, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams. I'm going to give you a little kind of like thoughts and impressions on guys keepers too. And then Calvin Ridley is unprotected. Uh, so he's available to be picked in the first round. Um, pretty good group, as I think a few people kind of commented in Slack. Like for finishing last and, and having a bit of a, a down season, uh, you know, made the trade, the, the Breeze-Cohen trade with me. You know he's in good which again like when you look back at this stuff six months later You guys all just look more and more stupid. You know for how you react to things because like you know what did that call is he without keepers no like everyone everyone lost their mind who's gonna fucking keep now it has got cam newton nobody (laughs) it just sounds like that's a tc impression right there that is just it but it's not just him it's fucking most of you guys um settle the fuck down like alex alex now has like i don't know what it is like seven top 25 picks and like pretty decent keepers like cooper wants to fucking receive 2,000 yards this year. That's not going to happen. But, you know, Williams is a good young player. Gordon, if he can stay healthy, healthy, same thing with Cam. Like, it's not bad. Um, I don't mind it. He's in a good spot. Uh, Press so far has uh, declared uh, McCaffrey and A.J. Green. You can pretty well guarantee that Cooper Cup's going to be kept. I don't know why. He hasn't announced him yet. Uh, And then kind of to be determined for the the fourth guy and fifth guy. Aaron has got a pretty good group for not having a great year either. Uh, Luck. David Johnson, uh, Michael Thomas, Zacherts, that's a nice group, you know, spread out among the positions. Uh, Sterling Shepard's his fifth guy. Um, you know, everyone's laughing at that, but we're, we're down to, f- we're, you know, you got to keep five guys. Like, it's the fifth player on your roster. It's like, you know, Sterling Shepard might catch like 75, 80 balls. Like, it's not bad. Just fucking keep him, Aaron, or trade him to me for like a fourth. Actually, I wouldn't even give up a fourth for him. Uh, next, Kaylee, Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb, uh, Leonard Fournette, and T.Y. Hilton. He has not announced who his fifth guy will be at this point. Um, obviously, Mahomes leads that group. You know, with his breakout year last year, uh, Chubb was outstanding. He should be good. We'll see what the backfield looks like when Kareem Hunt comes back. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Their offense looks like it's going to be more competent this year uh, if he can stay healthy. You got to think he has like top ten, top twelve RB potential, uh, and Ty is Ty. You know, Luck seems to be back to to old Andrew Luck, uh, so Hilton will be productive. Uh, next up, we got TC. Uh, he's keeping Thielen, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Le'Veon Bell, and Keenan Allen, and his fifth guy, who's unprotected, is Kirk Cousins. Uh, super solid group. Lots of high end good receiver depth. Uh, He's got to hope that Bell is, you know, even 80 or 85% of what he was in Pittsburgh. If he is that, you know, he'll still be like a low to mid end RB1. Uh, You know, I don't think he's going to like lead the league in rushing or anything crazy like that, but can obviously catch a lot of balls, uh, should still be productive. He's not that old. Uh, He's got some miles on him, but, you know, not bad. You know, you kind of know what you're going to get with Bell. Uh, I could see him being like the sixth. Running back this year, or something like that, which is hey, it's perfectly fine. Uh, Kirk Cousins is trash, that's terrible. He's just hoping that he gets to keep him, and he will. So, Sims, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, James Conner, Julio Jones, and Carson Wentz is his fifth, uh, fifth unprotected keeper. Argument to be made if you're a Baker guy that he might have the best keepers. I mean, we haven't got the Ian. Ian's are good, mine are pretty good, there's there's a few good groups, but uh, it kind of all depends on Baker, really, you know, a lot of ADP lists have been kind of as the fifth guy behind uh, Rodgers, Luck, Mahomes, Watson, and then a lot of people are, are ranking Baker in that kind of fifth or sixth spot. If he's that, then, you know, this team's going to be pretty good. I don't, I don't know. The, the Browns obviously were so sexy and they had all the hype at the beginning of the year, I think he's going to be okay. You know, He's a high-volume guy. He's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. He'll have his interceptions. You know, he's, he's fun. So you know, if you're Sims, you're hoping he balls out. Uh, I think Connor will be pretty good in Pittsburgh, and the receivers are obviously elite. So a really good group for Sims. Next up, Mox has declared nothing, so we can't talk about anything. Anything. Can't talk about anything. Uh, so I'm sure those are coming within the next couple days here. Uh, do I want to tell you who I've got him down as? Nope, I don't even think I'm gonna because he's got a bunch of guys. I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. He's just got a bunch of average, average guys, and and that's okay because that's what he shoots for. You know, he's a five and eight kind of roster, uh, and he's perfectly happy. Like he's he's like the franchise equivalent of like uh, you know like the Arizona Cardinals. You know, every once in a while, they're like, oh, yeah, they got Kurt Warner. Oh, they got a good team. And then they're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, mediocrity, whatever. Ian's up. Uh, Ian has only declared uh, Zeke Elliott. Uh, I think it's safe to say that Alvin Camara will be a keeper uh, outside of that. Uh, we'll kind of leave it up to, uh, leave it mysterious at this point. I'm not going to give you my names. Uh, but he should have a really good group. He's got a lot of good kind of high-end guys to choose from. Uh, Ian keeps balling out year after year I don't think he's had a bad year yet suck a dick hammy uh, next up JD like I said off the top there he has only declared Antonio Brown who's going to bust out this year and by bust out I mean like bust like terrible or bust like a Achilles tendon um, it's yeah whatever uh, then he's got lots of high end guys to choose from though he too he's going to keep Kelsey he's going to keep DeAndre Hopkins he's probably going to keep um, I'll, I'll stop there, and he's probably got two more guys he's gonna keep. I think it's he's just he's struggling with his fifth guy. He doesn't know what to do. He's fucking scratching his palms and just freaking the fuck out. Just like stress level through the roof. Um, he's just like Ant- Antonio Brown's. I know that that name. He's the best receiver. For- okay, him. I don't know what else to do. It's JD, I love you, buddy. I'm just giving you hard time. JD's fucking so mad right now. He's just fucking boiling up. Um, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. That's probably about 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, close to 20. Uh, I'm gonna put a bow on this. There, you guys got some content. I want to like commit to doing stuff, but like, fuck, man, like you know, multiple jobs, baby, multiple babies, more babies on the way. Just joking, not really. Am I? I don't know. Um, I'd like to kind of have everyone kind of do maybe like a call-in like even like a little 10-minute call-in maybe i'll call each one of you guys and you can talk about the five guys you kept and like your season outlook because like i don't want to talk about your season because i'm just gonna shit on you um so maybe whoever or you know what whoever wants to do it whoever has time to do it you know hit me up if you want to set that up during the month of july i should have some free time and we'll we'll try to make it work um you know you can talk about your draft picks and tell everyone what your draft strategy is going to be and all that stuff all right thanks for listening um hopefully this works out well on anchor hopefully you can subscribe i don't know can you subscribe do we have a podcast now that you can subscribe to um we'll find out this is all to be determined um thanks for listening love you guys later